Welcome to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It is Thursday, August 29th. Welcome to the show. Appreciate you tuning in. We got a pretty awesome show lined up yet again. Uh, this is our pre-draft podcast. We're going to have our draft in just two nights. Two nights from now, we'll be probably uh, five players in. <laughs> We're going to start at five o'clock. We'll probably be five players in by now. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a Tucker McKenzie's idea to do a little pre-draft podcast. And speaking of which, we got Tucker on with us tonight. Tucker, are you there? Hello, man. I'm so pumped for the weekend. It is almost auction day. By the way, it's auction day. Auction day. Glenn, get it in your head. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, auction draft day. Auction draft day. And uh, we'll have another – we got another guy on with us tonight. Um, we have Baby Got Dak with us. Callahan, are you there? I'm here. The name will change here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to keep that uh, surprise, but we are going to switch it up a little bit. That's nice. And um, speaking of names, we have a couple surprises lined up for Saturday night. Um, I, I don't want to bury the lead, but Callahan has, has put together the video for the draft night, and it is phenomenal. Um, and he takes shots at every single player in the league in this That's video. That's right. No one is safe. <laughs> <laughs> It is going to be great. I uh, cannot wait. So, well, it's the 12th season of WRBF. Looking forward to one of the best ones. Uh, before we go on to the 12th season, let's look back. Last year, we got to congratulate the champ, Dale. First championship in his career, uh, well-deserved, well uh, hard-earned. You know, he beat me, and to beat the champ, you got to beat the champ. So, it's kind of like when the Eagles beat the Patriots. Um, you know, Tucker, or, Tucker, you remember when the Falcons lost to the Patriots in the Super Bowl? See, the, yeah. the, Eagles, the Eagles beat the, the Patriots in the Super Bowl. So, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And, and that's kind of yeah, what happened. Did, did, happened. The, did the Patriots win? I went to bed at halftime, and the Falcons were way up. I didn't know that they came back and lost. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It was. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> and, hey, man, did you see the thing about re-signing Matt Bryant? Yeah, dude, I am so pumped and sad at the same time. Like, <laughs> we'll get to this a little bit later, but I am so pumped to see Matt Bryant back on the sidelines because we were struggling kicking field goals. Yeah, man, you should draft him even though we don't have kickers anymore. You should definitely draft him. <laughs> it, it, it's sad because he's mismanaged his money so bad he has to come back and kick. <laughs> that's right. You know that's what it is. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. He's going to be on man. another 30 for 30. Yeah. So, so, so I want to talk like you. You would talk about Dale and his championship. Like he's been Mister Consistent in the league for a long time. Like always putting up solid points. I mean, like I'm looking at his schedule from last year, and he's got like 170, 140, 160 in a loss. Like, like he's putting up primo points every week. The only week he scored under 100 was round two in the playoffs and he squeaked by Chris uh, in the uh, round two of the playoffs. And he was just like, it was his normal year, but just bumped up one notch. Yeah, was just he, like not taking any crap. He definitely went through a lot of uh, adversity and tough losses last season, but he really saved the day because he <laughs> us from having to hear Clint's mouth for another year. Oh, you're about, still going to hear it. You're still going to hear it. 
Yeah. I mean, it, well, you know, to your point, Tucker, you know, it, having lost so many times and having such bad luck, you know, that made his victory even sweeter for Dell when he actually pulled it out and then won the championship. So congratulations yet again, Dell. And at the draft, you're going to get some special privileges, man. You'll have a, a, a personal server there for you every, every, every time you need a beer, a snack, uh, somebody wipe your ass when you take a shit, you know, somebody's going to be there for you. So congratulations, Dell. The auction, auction, not a draft. Oh, excuse me, at the at the auction. Um, yeah, well, speaking, right. of, speaking of doo doo, the uh, the the doo doo award winner, the most doo doo awards ever, Ryan. He uh, still is going to probably come in last. Um, he still sucks. He's not going to be there at the auction. Uh, Tucker stepping up and it's going to help Ryan out. So, uh, that's since Tucker's going to help Ryan out. Uh, guess what, Ryan? Your team's still going to suck. So, <laughs> yeah, right. I was wondering might, how that would work. If I didn't know if Ryan had been uh, rolling over his data in Honduran currencies to <laughs> make this happen. Uh, so yeah, it'll be a stretch. I might look at his spreadsheet every now and then that he gave me. But <laughs> so his season, like at, in week seven. We didn't know if he was going to win at all last year. He was winless <laughs> <laughs> through seven weeks last year. And, and sometimes there were bad beats. I mean, he scored like 124 and lost to 140, right? But, but he also scored 58. So, so he deserved the record he had last yeah. year. He's in the toughest division in the league. Um, it, you know, now now there's, there's even one more champion in our division. Um, and so I just don't see any light at the end of the tunnel for Ryan. You know, he, he's he's still going to be bad. Well, I think that's going to just always be there because he, as a Browns fan, what else can he be? <laughs> he's going to pick up and move his team in the middle of the night from Honduras <laughs> to Southern Pines. Oh, God. Again, another 30 for 30 for that. Man, we got so many possibilities in our league. So many storylines. <laughs> what if I told you? <laughs> hey, speaking of not going to be at the draft, you got uh, two guys that haven't missed one as far as – since I've been in the league, you got Tim and Steve going to be out. I miss those guys. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, Steve, he has his other league that he's been a part of ever since he was in college, and that was, you know, like 60 years ago. So right, yeah. <laughs> he has a commitment that he has to, you know, man up to. So he'll be out of town. Um, he said he's going to actually hang out with us, like do a Google Hangout or whatever, and uh, try to be there. And um, we're trying to work out the logistics of that. So, boys, what do you think about for the, for the guys who aren't at the draft? Um, they'll, if they're there with us in, in hangouts or on telephone calls or whatever, I'm thinking they need to make some kind of sound to make their bids. Like I was thinking a fart sound mm-hmm. for Steve. Yes, very, or, very distinct. Okay, um, okay. Uh, I like that idea. I like that idea. I wonder, are they still, is Steve's league, are they still using like typewriters and dot matrix printers like <laughs> back when they first, did their first draft? Probably, yeah. Stone Absolutely. and chisel. Stone and chisel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Maybe think about that. What else could they do for, for some, mm-hmm. some sounds to make their bids? That could be good. A yodel. Uh, <laughs> You're like, yeah, a yodel would be nice. Or like, hootie hoo, hootie hoo. Yeah, I like a hootie hoo, a yodel. Any of those are good. A cockadoodle do. 
the fart the fart noise it has, to, it has to be they have to hold they have to figure out how to hold their phone and make it an armpit fart yeah, yeah but chris might mess all that fart noises up. <laughs> no, no that's just chris no, that's just chris Sold to Steve. No, Chris just shit his pants. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> oh gosh. Well, that's what Twizzlers and Mountain Dews will do to you on draft night. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they run right through you. <laughs> oh, all right. So, man, I cannot wait for this auction. I just can't wait. It's going to be. I don't know what to expect. You know, you never really know what to expect in our draft serpentine snake draft, and now we're going to have an auction draft. I mean, I really can't wait. I, for one thing I can't wait for is Sam. First off, this is his first year in the league. He doesn't really know what he's getting into. He, he's never really done fantasy football before. He is a wild card. When he plays poker, he never really looks at his card before he makes a bet. So That's right, yeah. this dude. I, he's, he is going to give Ryan a run for his money with the Dookie Awards, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that dude's going to. It's going to be like blow his wad on the first Viking that comes up, and then it's all over. Yeah, yeah, right. right. He is going to definitely mismanage his money. I see him blowing his wad on somebody, you know, spending like damn near ninety dollars on one player, <laughs> and then, and I think he'll probably, you know, come to the draft like seven mixed drinks in. So. He'll probably, you know, by the end of the night, he'll be, you know, spending all kinds of money that he, don't, that he doesn't even have. I just, I don't know. <laughs> you got to risk it to get the biscuit. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Spoiler, spoiler alert, part of my strategy is to keep pumping the drinks to Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, you know the Jack and Coke? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh. Well, uh, so Sam's our, our newest member. TJ's gone. Uh, not really going to miss TJ at all. Um, Who? Exactly. Uh, and at the auction, guys, don't forget to bring your money. It's $50. We open Annie a little bit to 50 bucks. So PayPal me or, or bring cash money. Um, bring some money to play poker with or play roulette with afterwards. Bring a little bit of folding money for that. Uh, if you bought some glassware from Nick, some WRBF glassware, bring that. Good call. Uh, yeah, we're going to have some, some snacks. Uh, Tucker, again, is going to come through with some food. So Bring your appetite. Uh, Nick has got a special surprise for us at the auction. Um, I don't want to spoil that for him, but he's got something in mind. Uh, and be on time, boys. We're starting at 5 o'clock. You need to be ready to go at like 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. And we're yeah, starting we, at 5. We, and uh, if Darren's there a little earlier, auctioneer, we met – I mean – I'm not opposed to starting a few minutes early if everybody's there. No, but at, at, at five o'clock, we'll for sure start. Yeah, don't, don't be coming in and cracking your notebooks open or your your you know your magazine. Don't get your software crashing. Get your software crashes out of the way early. Like mm -hmm. get that That's right. stuff ready to go, so that when it's time to go, it's not like whoa, whoa, whoa wait now I gotta. Print one more ESPN one top 100 sheet. Or, or who are the keepers? Tell me again, who are the keepers? Let me, what, what keepers we got? Right. Yeah. Y'all know right now who the keepers are, where to find them. And don't plan on Chris having extra adult diapers. This is an auction. It's going to be quick. <laughs> don't have time for bathroom breaks. You're going to need to bring your own. <laughs> well, yeah. And I think we're going to have to have a break. Like, 
So when we do our snake draft, we usually stop at the end of round eight. So it's halfway through. So we're going to stop like halfway through. When we're drafting, I'm thinking around a pick, like around player 100, something like yeah. that. Um, have a bit of a break. But the point is be on time, okay? We got – it's going to take a while, so we need to be on time so we can get through it so we can play some poker or a roulette afterwards. I want to also try to keep a track of like the order of – people being nominated is that something that we can do keep like who's nominated at what you know what i'm saying yeah so um we're gonna have to keep that in mind um because we're gonna you nominate one manager at a time callahan you're first uh nick is second steve logan tim tucker kevin sam dale chris ryan and me and it won't be like a snake draft where since i have the 12th nomination I don't have back-to-back -back nominations after mine that starts back over with Callahan. But, yeah, we'll have to have some way of keep up, keeping up with that because um, on our draft board, uh, it's going to look a little bit different. So we'll have to have someone designate somebody at the draft to keep up with that for sure. So Darren will have his girlfriend, Sydney, with him. That might be something that she could help us out with. And that's just kind of – I'd like to see how – the position that they're nominated if that affects how you know their mm -hmm. price value mm -hmm. yeah good, good study tool next year yeah yeah i think uh, their strategy in nominating players as well i mean if if you're if you've really done your mocks and really done your homework you know there's there's ways to nominate people to you know try to get other people to spend money or, or wait to nominate someone and hopefully get them for a cheaper price later. You know, I don't want to give away too many of my secrets. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's a big part of an auction draft for sure. All right, so uh, speaking of our auction, uh, we're going to have our keepers. We've got our keepers locked in. Um, and, you know, this year I think we've got some of the best keepers I think we've had in a really long time. I mean, Sam, first year in the league, he's got Nick Chubb at $0. Kevin has mm -hmm. Patrick Mahomes as $1. Of course, Nick probably has the best keepers out of all of us. James Conner at zero, Alvin Kamara at one. Uh, the list goes on and on. Um, looking at keepers, boys, what, what keepers stand out to you? Well, the one that really just jumps out is Kevin's Damian Williams at thirty-two dollars. That's um, that's where I was gonna go. That's a that's a lot of money on a keeper. Uh, I don't know that. With this being our first year of an auction draft, I don't know if I would have kept someone that, for that much money. Yeah, I think, you know, I guess he, he chose to keep him just to have that, you know, in his back pocket rolling into the draft. You know, there's a possibility that Damian Williams could have gone for more than that. There's also a possibility that he could have gone for cheaper. Uh, so I guess he just wanted that peace of mind having enough stock in the Kansas City offense. Yeah, so – that's true, and I like I went there. That's what I first thought. But if you think about it, he really has Patrick Mahomes and Damian Williams for thirty three dollars. You know, although it's thirty two for Damian Williams, he's got both of those guys for thirty three. So he's averaging sixteen bucks on those two guys, which is a pretty decent value. It's just not as good as it could be. I mean, Patrick Mahomes for one dollar is crazy. There's a but, uh, Clint, you said it best. I think this is <laughs> this is for real the best. Um, keepers, if, I mean, looking at our keeper spreadsheet and just looking at like Alex Johnson being kept um, a couple years ago <laughs> last year. Um, but this year, so good. Chris Godwin for $2, Tyler Lockett for $2, uh, 
Um, I'm not going to talk about Nick because Nick already his head's already big enough. But mm. man, we just got so much so much value. George Kittle for nothing. I mean, that's a twenty some dollar value, thirty some dollar value there. Um, it's just crazy how much value there is in the league. I agree, and and this year is a little bit funky. We're coming from going from a snake draft, transitioning to the auction draft. So the numbers are going to be different next year. Um, that's another thing we'll have to decide at the draft is what do we want to have as far as our keeper rule? Um, do we want to add $5 to your keeper? And you can keep anybody you want. They just go up $5 each year. Do we want to double the price that you bought them for? Um, you know, I think these values, some of these values are so good because they were drafted in like 2017. Um, and, and at that point, you know, that's, that's when Alvin Kamara was only a dollar, for example. Um, so, so this year we've got great value, like you said, Tucker, uh, but we also got great talent. Uh, you got Chris Carson, who at the beginning of the offseason, I really thought Rashad Penny was going to be the lead back in Seattle. But this preseason, Chris Carson has really stepped it up. He's you know, gone up the rankings uh, like, a, like a rocket. And uh, you, know, just, you can look at every team pretty much except for, like, mine. <laughs> I definitely have the worst keepers in the league. Um, I looked it up, and uh, based on how much I've – how much money I've spent on my keepers and how much I could have gotten for and compared to everybody else, I have the worst value out of anybody. So this yes. is definitely going to be the time to talk shit about my team and my keepers. Well, you suck, so. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at other keepers, I hate to kind of – even Tim with DJ Moore, $2, that's great. Uh, Logan, he's keeping Kenny Galladay $2. That's good. So the, uh, the other the other thing all this keeper value does is it kills the people I was hoping to, like, maybe pay a little extra for, um, to, for guys I wanted to target. <laughs> it's like, yeah, well, there goes Tyler Lockett. Okay, cool. I can't get him. Um, you know, so it's like it's literally every one of my guys that were, like, highlighted or bolded or whatever – yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. Except they're on the keeper list, and so they're no longer my guys. So that's that was pretty rough when the keepers were announced because um, I didn't do any projection. You know, years past, I've done some projections on who's going to be there, who I think is going to be there, all that kind of stuff. I got a little too busy to kind of even think about that this year. So I was just like, all right, I'm going to get this guy. Except, oh crap, <laughs> his value is too good. Yeah, and and even someone like Curtis Samuel that Ryan kept. That was somebody that was going to be on my radar as kind of a a later guy that I was hoping to get at a decent price. Um, but now I'm, I've had to like change colors on my spreadsheet. Like <laughs> yeah. I got like, I got magenta keepers that I'm trying like magenta people I'm trying to like draft, but it's, it's crazy. I mean, you really have to do your research this year. You have to come prepared. Um, otherwise, hey, this, this is, this is a tough league. This is a tough league. People do their homework here. That's right. Except Nick, yeah, I've talked to Nick. Nick started his draft prep like Monday because he's like, I got James Conner and Alvin Kamara. James, how am I going to lose? And I'm like, bro, it, that you have, he has a great RB1, RB2, like phenomenal. Um, I said, but we start a lot of players in this league, not just two running backs. <laughs> so, yeah, right. that's right. That's right. And he's in the toughest league, so he better do his homework. He better be uh, having some late nights tonight and tomorrow night. Mm. 
study. He'll be studying out on the uh, course if he's if he's really wanting to bring his A game. Well, speaking of bringing their A game, I want to read you a text from somebody, and I want to, I want you to see if you can guess who this is from. Okay, a few weeks ago, I looked up some stuff on fantasy football and auctions, and that shit gets pretty crazy. I Google Scholar searched stuff, and there are people writing their PhD thesis and research papers on fantasy football with theories from statistics and economics. I thought it might be interesting to learn code to write your own program to do it because I don't know anything about code, but after reading up on it for a few hours, I realized life was too short to do that stuff. Like, this, is the, this is somebody who's doing next level research. Kevin. Am I right? Yeah, I think I, I, I was going to agree. I agree with Tyler. I think it's Kevin. Yeah, it's Kevin. Kevin Patel is coming with it this year. Man. Yes. Oh, I know. Kevin. Kevin's always bringing it, man. He brings that. a lot. He brings a lot to the league. I, he's awesome. I like, I like the fact that Kevin's actually looking at making his own software re- rather than buying <laughs> it like some other people may have in the league. That's right. Hey, if you can save four ninety nine, you do it. Because <laughs> right. somebody's already made it and they're selling it for $5. He would have to fill one-fifth of a tooth to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, Dogwood Dental, man. Proud sponsor of Two Guys in Bed podcast. That's sure. right. All right. Well, uh, anything else you guys want to add to the auction, man? I cannot. I, really, I cannot wait. I can't wait. Oh, man. It's going to be good. I think we're going to go over this the at, you know night of. But if you nominate a player on your nomination turn and no one else bids on him, that's your player. Exactly. Exactly. So don't be trying to nominate dog shit, trying to think somebody else might get him. And right. You end up with him. And now you're stuck with him. Yeah. There. I, I know I've told this story a few times, but I did an auction with Tucker a few years ago, and he was that <laughs> dude trying to nominate. Uh, quarterbacks and trying to bid up all these quarterbacks and then he got stuck with I think five quarterbacks on his roster that's, uh, that's, that's an exaggeration I got stuck with three uh, and two of them were Eli Manning um, <laughs> so that was so mad at myself for that that was so dumb um, yes. but yeah do that if you want to um, it, it, it's a it's a strategy <laughs> it can backfire <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh man! Well, uh, let's let's end up with some uh, NFL news. Uh, everybody knows already about about, about Andrew Luck retiring and uh, the impact that has on not only the Indianapolis Colts but also WRBF. Uh, Marlon Mack was one of Kevin's possibilities for keepers, and when that Andrew Luck uh, news dropped, that's when Kevin switched up to Damian Williams. Thirty-two dollars for Damian Williams. That's that's bold. Right. Um, I think that was the biggest impact. That was the biggest falling out from the Andrew Luck retirement was, you know, Kevin changing up his keeper. Yeah. So I got a question. On that. What What are your guys' thoughts on, like, how many years until Andrew Lux is like, man, I might want to play football again? I don't know, man. He's done. What I heard was him and his wife are expecting a kid – and all these injuries and the rehab that he's having to go through with all these reoccurring injuries is kind of taking a wear on him. And he was just like, you know what? I've, I've made some money. I want to go ahead and get out and move to like Prague or whatever it was. Honduras. And Honduras, sure. <laughs> and, and just be a dad and, and get away from the game because uh, 
it just it looked like it was taking a toll on us, man. I, I think he's done. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah, you know, he – I think his – whatever brand he has, you know, it's going to be pretty true to his character. But, you know, he has, like, a book club that he started. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Like Oprah? Like an Oprah book yeah, club? He, like people in – I guess it was on the team, maybe people he played college ball with. But he had, like, a book club with uh, teammates and other other players that, you know, <laughs> I thought that was – so Stanford quarterbackish, <laughs> right? The white guy, Stanford quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah. Man, did you see what T.Y. Hilton tweeted? Yeah. Uh, about his best friend, he's going to dedicate this season to Andrew Luck, and every time he thinks about it, he starts crying. And man, T.Y. Hilton's tore up about it. <laughs> I think he's torn up because Jacoby Brissett's going to be throwing him passes. <laughs> I was going to ask if T.Y. Hilton in a contract year is that why he crying? Why he's getting up? <laughs> oh, right. I'm trying to get paid out here. <laughs> <laughs> One more year, I gotta get a contract. <laughs> uh, and then Lamar Miller goes down tearing the ACL. Yeah, that's uh, big news, man. And yeah. then Steve, Steve was talking about maybe keeping Duke Johnson since when that news broke. Uh, but Steve's stacked with Julian Edelman and Chris Godwin, so. Yeah, I don't feel too sorry for him. He's got a pretty he's got some solid keepers. Man, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um it's the twelfth season. We've got I think we've got some of the most competitive dudes we've ever had in our league. Um we got golf lined up. That's gonna be the weather's looking perfect for golf. Um I just can't wait, man. It's gonna be a great day. I'm really looking forward to it. So Yeah, I'm looking to throw some trade offers out uh draft night. I'd see uh, if anyone's interested. Yes. And with Shouldn't this auction, with, with auction, another thing we can consider in trades is, you know, auction money. All right. Hey, I got, a, I got a question for you guys. I think we all know Sam's going to run out of money first. My question is, who's going to run out of money second? Mm. So if I, if I had to guess someone, I would probably say Logan, just because I feel like he's going to want to – to get some big name players. And I don't think he's going to be smart enough to save money for later on. Uh, like once it gets to like, he's got nine players on his team. I think he'll have like two bucks left. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my guess. Just because I don't know how much prep he's done. Uh, and I just, I just don't see him managing his money very well. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be trying to keep up with Sam on the show. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, that's a good call. That's a good call. I was gonna, I was gonna go with Ryan because Tucker <laughs> going to bid all of his money away, <laughs> and he'll bid fifty and fifty. <laughs> okay, now we're done with Ryan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had that's you made me think of another question when you said that, Tyler. So what about? Um, who do you think is going to have the most money at the end? Mm. Mm. That's a good question. My first thought is is Nick, just because of the keepers he has and the the money he's going to have, you know, at his expense. I got the right answer. Okay, yeah, what you got? I got the right. The right answer is Dale because he's exactly right. He did thirteen dollars on every player because that's the average value of every player. <laughs> that that and he is so slow 
this draft is just going to run <laughs> over. He's yeah, gonna freak I, I think he is going to get frustrated for sure. <laughs> and I think on draft night, I may at least three times go up a dollar at the last. Uh, if he's the if he's the highest bidder, I'll go up a dollar right before the gavel slams down. Yes. Have you got the gavel? Do you have it? Yes. Is it in your possession? It's in your possession. Don't it's bullshit. In my possession. It's in my possession. No, it ain't. It's still up there in the vast town hall. No, it's not. No, it's, it's out in my car. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no thanks. I'm not going out in my car. <laughs> it's in my car, so I don't forget it. See, man, Take that's a little... with it. Take a picture with it. I don't believe it. Yeah, it's, not... <laughs> it's little nuances like that that makes our league so awesome, man. Golly, that's not even... – I'm not even talking about the live – if an auctioneer that we got, I'm talking, like we got a gavel, like a gavel that they use in the government. Yeah, it's in the details. So <laughs> the devil is in the details. It's exactly right. Oh. And I think we, I think we have to all agree that the auctioneer's gavel slam is is final. That that rules all. Oh, absolutely. Or, or we lose yeah. the integrity of the auction. Well, that and he—he's the one that says who, like, it's him that says who got the bid, right? Right. That's right. Right. So, like, you know, if two people raise their hand, it's his decision. Whoever he says. Right. That's right. Regardless of whether you agree or not. Exactly. I cannot wait. God, I keep thinking about. It. I can't wait. Oh man. Well, uh, I guess that's it, boys. Um, we're gonna wrap it up uh, for the first podcast, the twelfth season of WRBF. I appreciate you guys hopping on. Tucker, thanks for the idea. I can't wait for Saturday. I don't know if I told you that or not, but I, I just can't yeah, hey, wait. Reminder, golf, Saturday morning, be there. I'm going to try to be there around 7.30 to hit all my good golf shots out on the driving range. Yes, yes. That's another thing we haven't really talked about, man, is, is this golf. Logan has won the damn golf tournament the past, like, 15 years. I don't even understand what the deal is. I make a motion that we keep a Google sheet of the scores because, oh, boy, sandbagging. Yeah, we're doing that. We're yeah, doing yeah, that. yeah. I have the gavel if we're going to get real parliamentary procedure. <laughs> I second that. Oh, I can't wait. All right, boys. Well, I appreciate you hopping on. I can't wait for Saturday. It's going to be great. Uh, you know, our league is the best league in the nation. And um, – can't wait. All right, hey, boys. I, can't, I can't wait to show everyone the video, man. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty excited oh, about it. That's gonna be so good. I'm excited for that. I'm pretty excited. excited. About it. Um, the whole day. It's it's awesome how it's just a whole day. It's a yeah, day. Exactly. Let's go. Let's go get it. Let's get it, boys. Let's get it. It's the best league. This is where reality becomes fantasy. <laughs> <laughs>